Hello and welcome to the My Favourite Film Podcast with me, Gav Smith, and my co-host, uh, Gary Coleman. Oh, fantastic. Um, this week, it's horror. Oh, yes. yes. An American werewolf oh, in London. Oh, a classic. Absolutely, yeah. Although we didn't work out why he was in London, because it would have been better if it was Merritt Wolf and Leeds, because he obviously gets attacked first off in the Yorkshire Moors. Why didn't they just take the Leeds? It would have been sensible. It's a long way to... NHS call, I can think. Air ambulance, I suppose. Took him. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, a where ambulance. Oh, hey, hey, that someone who turns into a helicopter overnight? Yeah, Absolutely, could be. Um, before we start talking about werewolves and London and the moon yes. and things like that, the normal contact and fish. We do want you to contact us next week will be our conclusion episode where we're going to talk about all the films that we've done so far. We're going to discuss what we've learned as people, how we've grown, and we'd like you <laughs> to get in touch with us as well. Tell us what you think of the podcast. What do you think of these films that we've talked about over the last, what, eight weeks? God, has it been that long? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, a lifetime. I'm an old man in that time. Um, so oh. please contact us. The best way of contacting us is by the email. Email myfavoritefilmpodcast at gmail.com. If you don't like email, you can always use Twitter at my favorite film. My DMs, I believe they call them, the young kids, are open. You can slide into my DMs and send me a nice message through them. You are. You <laughs> Been back at school. Um, on Instagram, it's at my favorite film podcast. On the old Facebook, if you just search up my favorite film and you can find a page. And there's a group in there as well. Talk to us on the group. Let us know stuff. And all of those things are linked at the bottom of our wonderful website, which is www.myfavoritefilm.com. It's like I'd rehearsed that, Gary. Well done. Wow, that was slick. I was impressed because I can't remember any of those things. Well done. (laughs) Well, can you remember how to support us, Gary? I always remember this bit. I always remember so it'd be great, uh, our wonderful uh, listeners and fans, uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, and I and you will definitely enjoy this podcast, uh, please pop over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Good Pods, wherever you know, wherever you can, you're listening, and all of these platforms let you rate and review the podcast. So you can go over there, give us a, a review, a rating. Um, I'm going to say five stars, but you choose five stars, and give us a nice little review, whatever you want to say. Awesome, I say, uh, and that just helps us massively it's so wonderful you could do that so thank you for doing that for us brilliant that sounds like a really nice thing and obviously a rating and review costs you absolutely nothing we're not asking for money not at all. we're just asking for you to press that little button hey gav we're just not asking for money man why, why do we think what, of that asking for money <laughs> next series next, next series, series let's we might start, start asking for money, for money. unless you. you give us five star ratings and reviews now oh yeah yeah and then we'll be all right um so this episode my favorite horror film uh, an american wealth london john landis film john landis what a great really director he was um yeah. still is i guess um rachel fairburn of the old killer no brilliant killer King. and a great stand-up comedian as well um came along to talk about this any comments about it before we get into it or should we just get into it gary what do you reckon i think let's just get it it's, a, it's an awesome yeah. movie it's a brilliant guest let's just crack on and, and uh, enjoy this podcast it is as always spoiler filled so if you haven't seen it why would be my first question go off and watch it and then come on back and listen to this spoiler filled chat with rachel awesome i'm a werewolf 
you're gonna change. You'll kill people. You'll become. I know. A monster. David, don't lose control. You control what control? David, I can help you. No, I'm not safe to be with. You gotta stay away from me. Hello, Rachel. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm very well. It's nice very to well. have you on. Thanks for coming along. Thank you. Um, so today, Hi, Hello. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> today we're going to talk about the 1981 classic horror, An American Werewolf in London. Yes. An amazing choice. It is, I think this is actually my favourite horror film. So well done on that one. Um, right. Before we get into it, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do? Your relationship with film, I suppose, as well. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a, a comedian, stand-up comedian, writer, I suppose. Uh, I always feel weird saying that, but I suppose I am. Yeah. Uh, and I do a podcast as well. Um, my relationship with film, this is, you know, everyone gets annoyed at me because I'm one of those people that has never seen anything. Like, it's sort of, I, I can't concentrate. I have this thing where the films that I like, I feel like I've got them now and I, they're the ones that I watch, you know, or like if someone says, oh, this classic film, you need to watch it. I have real problems with concentration. I don't know what it is like, but I've, I've found recently that if I put subtitles on a film, I can right. focus more. So wow. I, that's been able to hold my attention a bit more. But my, yeah, my relationship with film, I'm not one of these people that's like, I, I'm not one of these people that recommends films because there's nothing apart from Jurassic Park and, <laughs> you know, terrible horror films that I watch um, that I would be able to recommend. Um, and I, I come from a family who love film as well. I always, you know, watch obscure things. I always go to little art house cinemas and stuff like that. But I just, I've got no, I, I can't be bothered. I'm so more, more of a reader than I'm a watcher. Right. So you're saying you've seen all the films that you're ever going to see? No. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am open. The thing with me is, and this is, and I know how infuriating this is. So... My boyfriend loves film, <laughs> loves film, very knowledgeable about it. You know, he's, he's one of those film bores, I would say. <laughs> and I would rather look through Amazon Prime to find some terrible 90s film about, with actors and actresses, you don't know who they are. Usually someone's having an affair and they get found out. Those TV movies, oh, count me in. I hate them, but I love them at the same time. Any old rubbish, I'll, I'll sit and watch. But if you tell me to sit down and watch Goodfellas or, you know, I don't know, something, I'm just, I'm just not interested. But horror films are my sort of thing that I will watch. They're, so they're my, yeah. If you've now seen every film you're ever going to watch, what's your list then? Oh, <laughs> I mean, everything's Is it just one on film? that list. <laughs> everything's on that It's like... Scarface, there's one. And I look at times of things, I'm like, I'm not sitting here for two and a half hours watching this. Like, I, I, I want to go out. Life is short. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, if I'm at the cinema, it's a lot easier. You know, I'm focused. But I just, I'm just not asked. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> way, I would say. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> well, that then, presumably... Horror is your main thing, then. Is that your go-to genre? Yes. Which... Yeah. Anything like I don't like anything light-hearted, and that goes for anything with books and sort of anything I engage with. 
is always morbid or <laughs> dramatic or stressful. I, I like that. I like stressful kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That's my vibe. Yeah. yeah. Okay then. So an American way of London. Could you give mm-hmm. us a quick plot synopsis of it, if possible? Oh. Okay. Or not? <laughs> two love. Two lovely American boys come to England to go backpacking. And things take a, a wrong turn when they don't listen to what they're told. Uh, and they go across the moor when they should have stuck to the road. And unfortunately, one of them gets killed and the other one becomes a werewolf in London where he's been taken to be treated for his injuries. Uh, and then uh, it sort of it, things happen from there. And that sounds we find like... out. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? My yeah. synopsis. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's that's a good idea. Yeah, that starts off quite nicely. Yeah, that's exactly what happens, I suppose. Um, so, why is this your favourite film then? Well, as I say, I've always liked horror, and when this, like, I, I found out about this film when I was still at school, and my mum said, "Oh, you'll like this film because uh, it's quite funny and scary at the same time." So she got the video of it, and I remember watching it with my mum and my auntie, <laughs> and that was it. I was obsessed. Like I could, like, I con- I just kept watching it and watching it yeah. and watching it, and I, I just How- loved it. I just loved the atmosphere of it. I loved mm-hmm. the the characters. Um, How old? The fact you? that it was English. Yeah. How old were you old, then? Because it's quite a grown-up film, isn't it? Some of the scenes. Yeah. So so then I would have been about. Now. Yeah, I would have been about. 14 or 15, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. But I, I, I was one of those kids, that I, I, would, I mean, I think most teenagers are like this. I would get far more, even to this day, I get far more embarrassed about sexy things in films than I do, <laughs> yeah. you know, gore and horror and things like that. I'm very comfortable with that. But anything sexy, I'm like, oh, God, no. So, so when, it, when Jenny Agatha's in it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, just speed that bit up here. Just, just fast forward this bit, yeah. <laughs> Back to the goal, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so do you, you see, you, you've obviously watched it again and again back then. Do you still put it on now? Is it a regular? Yeah, I think I probably watch it about two or three times a year. Wow. Um, wow. In fact, the, the first, one of the first dates I had with my boyfriend, I made him watch that. Fair enough. Uh, which, which he'd never seen and he really enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's a film, you know, when people sort of, it's probably one of the only films that I know well. So yeah. it's probably one of the only films that I can hear something from and know what it is. Like yeah. I can hear a quote or, or like, um, and I think it, it definitely influenced, because I live in London now. I'm not a werewolf, <laughs> but I, uh, sure. I, I feel like. I think that's, it's what, that's what you would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably one of the things that sort of influenced. Like I love London and I'm a bit, you know, I'm a bit obsessed with it. And I think it's a brilliant city. And I think it's one of the things that sort of sparked my, sort of yeah. interest in yeah. London as well. Like, I'm obsessed with tube stations as well. Yeah. And I'm sure it comes from the Tottenham Court Road. Scene. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that's, yeah. When, when I first saw the movie, I was about, I saw when it first came out, and I was about the same age. I was 15 years old when it first came out. And again, I live in the Northeast. I watched it with my mum and dad on video, uh, on a Betamax, I imagine. Oh, wow. And again, it was just like, it, London just seemed really romantic. The whole thing seemed incredibly yeah. romantic. There were these Ameri- cool American kids, and they're yeah. in London. It was brilliant. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. definitely. It. And I think yeah. I, I, lo- I love the fact that it was set in England as well, because mm. 
you know, then a, a lot of films that I had seen were American mm. films, you know, yes. like even a lot of the horrors I'd seen were American horror films. Yeah. So I think it was like, oh, wow, this is, and also obviously because it starts in the north of England, and yes. I'm from the north of England, it was like, oh, God, look, it's, mm. it's Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the moors. <laughs> yeah, woo. Yeah. <laughs> so it just felt really different to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it must be my, my relationship with very similar to both of you as well. I think I probably saw it on DHS about 13 or 14. And um, I think we then went to London and we had like a family trip to London and my brother sort of going, this, this is it. This is where the whale attacked him in this tube station. So <laughs> lots of nudging me, looking behind <laughs> me the whole time, just in case. <laughs> um, so it, it is a horror film, but it's got some very black comedic, moments to it what do you think of that sort of introduction of the the comedic vibe that it has it's not massively there but it's certainly something to it isn't there yeah so this is the thing like now it's probably the only film that i that i personally think does that well because i i I love horror Mm. and i like horror to be quite serious um i don't it's like a struggle with things like scream i'm like ah it's just the problem is the problem is a lot of the humor is not funny that's yeah. what I find the problem. But in an American world in London, it's subtle and it's funny. And it, it just, I don't know, it adds something more to, to the film. It, it, it doesn't, it fits in. It doesn't detract from anything. It's, it's funny. Like, so, you know, when David's, David wakes up in the, the wolf uh, pen in the zoo yeah. and he's naked. <laughs> See, that's, that's funny. Yeah. But also it's like, it doesn't alter the tone. No. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just, it just fits in with the whole thing. It's just done really well. But now if I try and watch a horror film and it, it's got, try to have funny bits in it, I'm like, oh God, can we not? Yeah. Just please keep it serious or, or whatever. It, it's such a hard thing to get right. Yeah. And I mm. think because I watched that, get it so right, now I, I I really struggle with other films that try to do that. Yeah, because the humor does just it just fits. Yeah, well the, hum- the humor's got to come just... from John Landis. I mean, at this point in John Landis's career, he'd basically done a uh, Kentucky Fried Movie, National Lampoon's Animal House, and then the Blues Brothers. So he was well known for his comedy at that moment. So yeah, he did comedy films, but all of those comedy films, if you've seen them, they're other than maybe Kentucky Fried Movie, which is pretty much a sketch show. Um, it's not comedy, comedy. I mean, the Blues Brothers is funny, but it's a drama as well. And National Lampoon's Animal House has got an element of mm. drama to it as well. They're mm. not massively laugh out loud films. They've just got bits of comedy in them. So do you think most of that sort of comedy is from, because Landis wrote this as well. Mm. Yeah. It's got, I mean, it's got to be from him, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. but also it is that thing of like, you do need something to break tension, don't you? Yeah. And like, and it, it it does it perfectly, doesn't it? Like, I mean, you've you've watched David kill all these people as the werewolf the night yeah, before, yeah. and then he's just a, a daft bloke again, isn't he? In a stupid yeah. scenario. Yeah. So I, I think it. I think what it does is it it makes the fact that he doesn't want to be this werewolf. Yeah. Because he clearly doesn't. No. He doesn't want to. This doesn't want. He doesn't want this to be happening. It makes that all the more sort of like. You sort of feel bad for him, don't you? He's yeah. just like, oh, he's just a daft American kid who <laughs> is now in this scenario that he's got no control over whatsoever, and his friend's dead. 
Yeah. And the only good thing that's happening is he's, he's having an effect, he's, you know, bonking this nurse. <laughs> <laughs> that's his only, you know. And also, I, th- I think the scene where he's, you know, when it's the, his family being killed. Yes. Mm. The Nazi werewolves. Oh my god! It's absolutely ter- <laughs> that is so terrifying. It is. That scene. It is. It's brutal. Even now to this day. Yeah. That is like, I always kind of forget about that scene, and then I go, "Oh god, I forgot about this bit." Yeah. It's just it, part it's of that, that dream sequence at the start, isn't it? That yeah, yeah. <laughs> comes out of one dream into another dream into another dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think the humor's done really well. Yeah. And even when sort of Jack comes back to say to him, "Kill yourself, David." He's like, he's funny because yes. he's got that little Mickey Mouse thing, hasn't he? And he's like, yeah. he's still being funny yeah. as the the person that he knew. Yeah. So it's, he's not come back as like, kind of scary. He's like, no, no. yeah, I'm, I'm just your mate who's dead now. So, it's, but it is also very realistic in the sense that I, it, I mean, horror films usually the characters are just dealing with something so ridiculous. You know, I'm turning into a werewolf, or I'm turning into a. It's a really, you know, in reality, it's just ridiculous. And yeah. so the fact yeah. that they kind of hand deal with it comedically seems the right choice. I think you you would, you know, most people would deal with it with humour. Um, so mm. yeah, yeah, the comedy kind of fits well with that yeah. ridiculous yeah. situation. <laughs> Coming back to to Landis, then, um, had you sort of seen other films by John Landis at this point, or is this your your one Landis film? Because obviously you've got a very short so, list of films. So you, you're going to have to remind me of his other films. Oh, gosh. Uh, Spies Like Us, Trading Place, Blues Brothers. Three Amigos, Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Schlock. Sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Honey, I Shrink the no. Kids? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. As, well. I, I enjoyed that as a child. Um yeah. You're not a big Landis fan, then. (laughs) He did the the thriller video, Michael Jackson's thriller video. Oh, there you go, brilliant. That's another thing I absolutely love. Yeah. I, that that video, bloody love it. Yeah. It's great. The thriller video was basically because of this, and Michael Jackson had seen this and wanted Landis to do him a video, (laughs) so, but yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, it was brilliant. That that was great. And I, I love. I mean, I watch that every Halloween. You've got to, haven't you? <laughs> um, I'm not. I know. I know some people are like I don't watch Michael Jackson stuff anymore. I'm like, uh, well, I'll, I'll, you know. Yeah, regardless of anything it. in his personal life, he was he was a hell of an artist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, see, a lot of my questions I'm going to ask at the moment about sort of cast and crew, but I guess from that point of view, because you've not seen many films and don't like films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not that I don't like. <laughs> I just flip over it. Do you know what it is as well with me? I'm one of those people that if someone repeatedly tells me that I would like something or I should do it, I will not do it and I will All not right. like it. Right. So I'm so awkward. Like, if somebody says, Oh, you'd love this book, I'm like, yeah. Oh, you think you know me, do you? Well, <laughs> I think you'll find I'm not going to read it. Um, <laughs> so the more someone pushes me with stuff, the more I'm like, I will just resist. So I'm, I'm cutting my nose off to spite my face, basically. Hey. <laughs> One of those things, I suppose. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about the rest of the crew then, or the rest of the cast, I suppose. Uh, David Norton, who plays David, gets to use his own name through it. Um, to be honest, I kind of looked on his IMB, IMDb profile and stuff. He's not done an awful lot since this. A few television He was in an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah TV appearances here, there and everywhere. Because but... I, was, was, I think he was dating Elaine in an episode and it, it came up. I was like, oh my God, it's David. 
Um, so yeah, he was, I've seen him in that, and I've seen him in. It was something else that I saw him in. I can't, but it wasn't anything big. It was like no. just you know a small role. He's not yeah. really. But I thought you know I thought he could have gone on to. Yeah, it's I kind of weird. Been a big star. Yeah, I was going to say because I mean he he does the role here really really well. He, he acts it mm. just yeah. as it should be. I mean the whole transformation scene and everything. They, they you, you can imagine he is actually really in pain when he's going through that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's odd that he wasn't anything else because he's he's good looking as well. He's like a Matthew, exactly, yeah. like a, kind of a Ferris yeah. Bueller kind of kind of preppy, good looking kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Odd that he didn't do any more. Um, so, what do you think of of David as a, a character in this? Then, I think he's a good character. I think he's uh, you, you like him, which yeah. is important. Yeah, is uh, is not uh, an is not an annoying uh, character. It's not a He's a low-key American, which yes. is what I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very rare, like very rare creature. <laughs> very, very rare, even rarer than a werewolf. <laughs> uh, he's a, he know. seems a he's, a, he's a nice character. He's got, um, he's a good actor. Yep. He's handsome. Um, and you, you kind of, you you want, you are rooting for him because you, you don't want him to be, the, he don't want to be his werewolf. You don't want him mm. to be the werewolf anymore. Mm. You want him to just live mm. a nice life with, with the nurse. Yeah. Mm. But unfortunately. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's a good character. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, Griffin Dunn, who pops up as Jack? Who's... I like him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he's just got that cheeky little sort of edge, hasn't there? Yeah. I he, like him. He brings a lot of the, the comedy to her, I think. He yeah. does, yeah. yeah. As, as Jack, yeah. <clears throat> but, but again, you you do sort of you like him, and you you don't and you don't want him to be killed. No, <laughs> so, you know that's the thing. It's like you do like them both. Yeah, it's not yeah. like sometimes in a horror film where you're like, oh, thank God for that. I'm glad he's been, you know, ripped Bru- to shreds, brutally murdered in the first five minutes. I'm, yeah, I'm glad he's been brutally murdered in the first five minutes because <laughs> I was, was going to switch this off. But yeah, he's a. You just as as a pair, they're they're. You can, it's like you 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 believe they're friends as well. Definitely. Yeah. So that, yeah. that which I think is important. Definitely. Even Absolutely. from the very brief time that they're in it together. Yeah. You and can that, see that they're friends. Yeah, that you can see the opening. The opening scene in the, the opening scene in the moors when they're, yeah. they're pals together. They, they, they just the chemistry is brilliant and they're kind of laughing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and laughing, laughing is very hard. And they just yeah. they genuinely yeah. look like they're having a, <laughs> laughing and having a good time together. Yeah. I think a lot of that stuff walking through the moors was kind of ad lib. They basically just they yeah. filmed them walking through the moors, and yeah. that's just what they did. They laughed their way through it. I guess. And has he been in anything else? Do you know what? Again, lots of TV. The only thing that I could find that was sort of a major film was he was in Who's That Girl with Madonna. And really? that, that's about his biggest film. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The, the, neither of them particularly went on anything massive. Like I say, lots of TV appearances, but not a regular show or anything like that. It's, it's very strange that Interesting. both of them, good looking guys, you know, very good actors. And then yet nothing after this. What was a really big film at the time. Mm. Mm. Especially when you consider, you know, Jenny Agatha's career afterwards. You know, she's gone at the, yeah. Well, head head nun at the um the convent, and then she and then gold midwife. Big move. Um, what do you think about Jenny then? Oh, Alex, Nurse Alex Price. Alex, that's it. Yeah. Uh, 
she's a nice character. She's like, um, she's very, um, what's the word? I like her because a uh, bit saucy, isn't she, really? <laughs> a little bit. I, got the, I get the impression it's not the first time she's taken a young American patient home. She's I, I reckon it's like... like off, surely. You don't I get think, that many, Jess. Well, she shouldn't be a nurse, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine that she's uh, done that a few times, but um, classic uh, English woman character, isn't she? Mm. I think very much for the uh, for the Americans, maybe there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she has to be posh nurse. She they wouldn't have like a Cockney nurse, would they? No, no, they've got, you know? got to have a, a posh nurse. Yeah. Sort of a strap it, strapping woman who's used to like changing <laughs> the beds and you know getting on with stuff. No, we'll, we'll get we'll get sexy Jenny in um, yeah. as a love interest. Yeah, I think she's she's quite a quite a nice character. Hmm? Doesn't outstay a welcome. And do you think? And do you think it's right that you know the the nurse should be taking a patient's home in that way? And the doctors said it was absolutely fine to do. Absolutely not. I mean, I don't know what the hell was going on at that hospital. Absolute madness. I mean, <laughs> you should really have gone home to recuperate, shouldn't it? Probably, yeah. Sent him back yeah. to, to America, wherever he should have been. Yeah, but I think, having <laughs> done the podcast with Gav, one of the things you can recognise quite early on is when the script's written by men. Yeah. It's clearly <laughs> a script written by a man. Yeah. Very young man. The yeah. nurses give them food and then take them home and have sex with them. It's like right. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that's probably a, a memory that he. Put. I imagine at some point John Landis might have been in hospital as a as a teenager and probably had some sort of little saucy fantasy nurse. in his mind. Yeah, <laughs> a saucy nurse. Too many Carry On films as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, just trying to think that the other characters. Because to be honest, then the other characters are in this. There's not really anyone, is there? That we've got. Uh, the inspector, um, and we've got the doctor, Doctor Hirsch. But other than that, it's pretty much it's it's those three, or mm. basically That's those it, two. Yeah. It's Alex and David through most of it, with Jack popping up in various stages of decomposition as yes. we go through. Um, so the other major character then is 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 the wolf, um, which is Rick Baker's creature workshop making this special effects happen. This was really the first werewolf film where we had a proper transformation to a wolf that stands on four legs rather than the universal horror bits of fur on the face, a bit like me, um, <laughs> just with bigger teeth. Um, what do you think of the, the sort of the wolf in this, the wolf transformation, this idea of this four-legged beast rather than the walking wolf man? I love it. I love it. I still love it now. Like, mm. I think it's creepier because it moves different. Because if it was like a, on, you know, the, like a wolf man on his back legs yeah. wandering around, people would see that and shit themselves and be like, "Oh God, there's a there's a bloody wolf over there." Mm. But he's, you know, he can move a bit yeah. quieter. He can hide, and I think also I think that I still think the transformation looks good today. Yeah, yeah I think especially I think the effects look good. I think yeah. it still looks real to me. That and the way his hand stretches. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the bit that gets me. Yeah. And the screaming. And the only thing I do think is when he's transforming into the wolf, the people next door would definitely have heard him screaming. <laughs> that that is the only thing I do think. They'd be like, what's going, the on? going on? I mean, because I, I mean, I live in a flat in London and I can hear my neighbour coughing and plugging in his phone. But so, do you live next door to sexy nurse? Wow. Sadly not. Maybe, maybe they're just used to the noises the second nurse makes when she brings her patients home. <laughs> 
That is a very oh, good point. Alex is at it again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he still looks great today. It does. Like, I, I think... It, see, I've, I've got this thing where I, I hate CGI stuff. Yeah. Like, anything that's... T- so, I love Jurassic Park as well. Another yep. one of the films that I've seen that I like. Mm. One of my favourites. Absolutely love it. And I, I still think those dinosaurs look real. Like... Yep. The T Rex and and the the raptors and the, in the kitchen, yeah. mm. they look real. To mm. me. Yeah. And that, but I think when things go too far, CGI and computerized, mm. it loses something. Mm. Like I, it, it, you just know it's not. It, it loses that thing of like you could believe that was real. Yeah. Mm. So to me, this transformation, I still think it looks real. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. When I was a kid, I do remember walking home from school and my friends had seen the film and I think I was going to watch it and they were telling me about the transformation scene and I was genuinely terrified. That was the most terrifying thing. You you know, you can't watch it. And it was a kind of build up my head how terrifying it was. And then watching it with my dad, it was, yeah, it was absolutely just terrifying. I'd never, no one had ever seen anything like it. A person physically changing into a wolf. Um, We can imagine like at the cinema when that came out, not knowing or seeing any clips of it, no. If you were watching that cinema, you'd be like, your mind would be blown by oh. that. Yeah. Back in 1981, you'd be like, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And also because you can't, you know, you couldn't go on YouTube and watch it, or you can't yeah. rewind it or do anything. That's just in your memory, and you're just relaying it to the people, going, "Oh my God, there's this bit, and then yeah. this happens." Yeah. It makes it even more scary, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean. The- Sorry, the guy, the guy did the special effects, Rick Baker, said that the first time he watched it in a cinema, the audience, when the beast transforms, the audience started applauding and they cheered. Yeah. They, they just Can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what you want, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, at this point, I think practical effects had got to their absolute pinnacle. You know, the practical effects that could do everything they needed to do with them. Um, they never got any better because CGI came in very shortly afterwards. Um, so... They could have probably done so much more with practical effects now if that was not a dying art. It's, it's gone. People don't use practical effects anymore in the same way. But yeah, this mm. is amazing. With all the way his, his face stretches out to become a muscle and things like that, it's just amazing. All those different scenes. Yeah. When his backbone, the the, the it yeah. Yeah. pops up. <clears throat> also, what I love about it is it hurts. Yes. It would hurt, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you, you, you hear his bones cracking, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, oh. exactly. Like that's that, that's another thing I love about it. Like, because you know, sometimes you see, you know, oh, the wolfman's here and all that, or you know, he's changed <laughs> someone's changed into something. But this looks like, oh god, this actually hurts. Yeah. And I love the fact that he's not hungry either. Yeah. And yeah. All day is like not yeah. hungry, not hungry. not hungry. Yeah, can't eat. And then he goes out yeah, and, it's brilliant. and eats. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, it's an amazing scene. I mean, it, it's probably, it's the scene that everyone talks about. You talk about American World of London. It's always the transformation scenes, the one that you've, you've got to see. It's yeah. just an amazing piece of cinematography. Um, and some of the things that did to create the effects are amazing. If you, if you see any of the special features and stuff, it's, it's like the hair growing. They mm. filmed, it, filmed it in reverse. So they had the hair through the skin. And pulled it back so then you play it the other way so it looks like the hair's coming out, which is really clever, but it, you can't tell it's been filmed with it, it does look like the hair sprouting out. So oh that's amazing. Yeah, love things like that. <laughs> <laughs>
Perhaps they'll be safe in the rain. No one brought them here. No one wanted them here. You could have told them. No, you daft. And what do you think they'd say? They'd think us mad. Do you hear it? We must go to them. I heard nothing. Not I. It's a great start and a great setup, but I have to ask you, because it's weird why is he taken from the yorkshire moors to london i mean i know american wealth and leeds would not be in the best title for a film but yeah in the leeds hospital it was perfectly good hospital it's there go on well, what are your opinions it's a it's a very good point isn't it maybe they didn't have the facilities to deal with his injuries or i think more likely they didn't want to draw attention uh, to him uh, so it was like, uh, get him away from, you know, take him to London. We don't want him. Enough's gone on. Yeah. Yeah. Take him away. Um, like maybe he won't remember uh, and he'll wake up in London. Maybe it was he, something like that. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. That's, that's a, it's a good, yeah. it's, it's a good reason. I always also, like can I even imagine, I imagine American audiences also think that the auction was are 10 minutes outside of London yeah. as well. Oh my God. Probably. Yes. I was going to say, that's what I, I imagine. Yeah. I think they thought, oh, it must be just five minutes down the road, isn't it? It's Probably John place. Landis did as well, to be honest, when he wrote it. <laughs> oh yeah. They'd go to London, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I always like them with people who, can defend their favorite films, even though it's something that's completely pointless in the yeah. film. It's like, why is yeah. it? That I'm going to defend that. It's because. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well done. <laughs> I like that. Um, right. I'm going to try and go through, not the whole film, because it's a long film to go through. Um, but if we were to put the video on now, video, good old days of video, imagine that. Oh, um, video. <laughs> you've pressed play and you can only watch certain scenes. What's the first scene that you can speed up to watch to? Well, it's, I just think that the slaughtered lamb the, mm. the, in, is when they arrive at the pub. I mean, even people that haven't seen this film will say it's like the slaughtered lamb in here yeah. when you go into a weird pub. And they don't really know what they're on about. No. Yeah. Um, in fact, I've got, the, I've got a replica of the pub sign in my kitchen. Oh, fantastic. Um, so, so, like, it's, um, yeah, it's got to be that. It's got to yeah. be that, uh, that scene because it's yeah. so iconic yeah yeah the music stops and we've all experienced around. it haven't oh, yeah. we? we've all been i mean I've, i went in a pub in cornwall like late last year <laughs> and i was like oh bloody hell here we go <laughs> like uh it, it was definitely a vibe in there was there um, a pentagram on the wall this is the dartboard yeah <laughs> <laughs> here we go and also because there's the um there's the rick males in that scene yeah. of course yeah. um which is incredible well, a, a very young Rick Mayall. There's a story behind that. Do you want another Is story? That? I've got a fascinating yeah, story. Yeah, story. Um, John Landis was in London at the Comedy Store and watched Aid and Rick doing their Dangerous Brothers routine, which was what they were doing at that time in the 80s. Um, and after the show, started getting drunk with them and said, oh, I'm doing a film up in, in Yorkshire. Do you want to come up and be in it? It'd be great. Um, Aid, being the way he was, apparently didn't believe a word of it and just continued to get drunk <laughs> for the night. 
Um, but Rick stopped drinking at that point and turned up in the Yorkshire Moors the next day to go, yeah, I'll be in this film. <laughs> so he's only oh, in it because wow. John Landis met him the night before in a pub and watched them do the, uh, the comedy gig. So. so that was the night before that he'd met him? Yeah. And then he went, that is amazing. Yeah, and he didn't bother because he was drunk. How do you do that hungover? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love that. Who's yeah. the other actor that's in it? The bald guy, the one who's... Um... Brian Glover. Brian Glover, of yeah, course. Yeah, he was another mass factor, obviously. Lots of different things. Um, yeah. Horror-wise, Alien 3 is his big horror film. Oh! Yeah. He's on the planet there, so, yeah. But yeah, he's Brian Glover's been in all sorts of stuff. He's a massive British actor. Yeah. If, if anything, they're the, the, the standout actors that are in it, I suppose, everybody else. <laughs> Fade into obscurity as a Brian Glover was in everything when I was a kid. Yeah. He, was, oh, he just he was the, the guy, wasn't he? The northern yeah. guy. Yeah. Go the northern guy. Yeah. You want a northern actor, get Brian Glover in it. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's definitely the scene, though, that, you know, you cut you, like the rest of the film, you, you, you need that scene. Yeah. Because mm. it just sets the tone, doesn't it? And yeah. it's And it's so good. The fact that, you know, They've walked into this pub and mm. like, I mean, most English people would see that pub and not go in it. Yeah. <laughs> so it just shows the like the blind ignorance of these two American backpackers. Yeah. Like, hello everybody, and they're yeah. like, no, <laughs> no. It's it's even the sign. I mean, you'd be turned away from that sign. Yeah. The wolf ripping it. The so, there's a pub in Cornwall <laughs> called um, the Bucket of Blood. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I know. And I keep thinking, I'm going to go in there one day. I kind of yeah. want to know what it's like in there. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably thinking, well, at least it's, at least it's not a weather spoon. Well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> it's not that scary. Yeah. Yeah, it should be fine. <laughs> um, so we've got Slaughtered Lamb. They, they've they, yep. they're told to keep on the paths, stay off the moors, beware the moon, and sent on their merry way. We're going to speed up again. Where are we going to go to next? I think we should have one of Davy's dream sequences, though. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. When he's when he's having these nightmares, yeah, uh, because they look great as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they look fantastic. And when he opens his eyes, that I remember that being like a real jump scare. Yeah, and he's mm. got the sort of. Um, so yeah, we'd have to have one of Davy's dream sequences because they I've... just look scary. Yeah, the whole dream sequence, I suppose, at the start where you've yeah. Got... Sitting around the, the table with this family, and as you said earlier, the, the Nazi <laughs> werewolves jump in and start it's so frightening, <laughs> killing their par- parents, siblings, all sorts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is an amazing scene. Isn't that. it the one where? Isn't it the, like, the scariest one? Is the one where where he, he wakes up from a dream, and then Jenny Agate is like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's just a dream." And then he, she opens the curtains, and this thing yeah. just comes out as Nazi werewolves. The ah, same Nazi yeah. jumps in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then a moment later, then the porter comes in and opens the curtains. You go, oh, no, not again. But it's just, he just opens the curtains. Yeah. Just, you, at that point, you're just riddled with nerves. Go, oh, my God. Absolutely, yeah. You think that, that, that That's a brilliant scene, that whole mm. fake, fake wake up from the dream and then the real yeah. wake up from the dream. It's very good. Yeah. But I just noticed that's not on the script because, Gav, you sent over a copy. Send Gav sent me yeah. a copy of the script. And that, yeah. and that second bit's not on the script. They must have added that after. Yeah. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I found doing these podcasts that all the scripts for pretty much every film are just available free online. So if you have really? one script, yeah, literally just there's a there's a website called dailyscripts.com. I got plug in wow. there for daily scripts. 
Um, but you've just gone and pretty much every film that's ever been made, all the scripts are just there, just to freely download and have a look through. And I'm I find it's, it's quite useful when you're making notes about a film to have the script and go, well, yeah, I can see that bit and go back over that, it. So. That, that scene with the curtains, you know, where, where you have a dream, then another jump shock, and Jenny gets killed, and then the guy, that, that, that's, um, it's not on the script, but apparently it's almost a, 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 a scene by scene cut copy of an old 1945 horror movie where they do the same thing, the same sort of dream within a dream. Oh. Within a dream. So I guess he must have seen that film. Yeah. Aware of it. And then just, you know, on, on set, when honestly, just do that, that'd be scary. Yeah. It works. Because yeah. definitely works. It is that thing of you're, you're seeing where come, they go, whew, that's okay. It was just a dream, that bit. But then it continues and does it again, which scares you again. And then you're just wondering the next time, is it going to do a third time? So. I haven't thought of this until now, but I suppose one of the problems with the werewolf is that they, unless he's a werewolf, there's no scare, there's no, sh- you're not nervous, are you? Because you know no. he's not, the only bad guy is a werewolf and he's not a werewolf. So yeah. you need, it's quite clever to have these sort of jump shocks of dream sequences because it just constantly unnerves you. So even yeah. when he's human, it's still a bit scary. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that, that's what I was going to say because most of the film, it's not scary because it's just David adjusting to life in London after his yeah. terrible accident. Um, which I guess is why they bring Jack in as this decomposing corpse because he becomes something that actually in there is a little bit gory, a little bit scary. Mm. Um, what do you think of the, the sort of story behind that and, and the fact that it is mainly just David adjusting life in London, <laughs> being alone in the well, I th- <laughs> well, because obviously at, at the beginning when he's having these dreams and then when Jack comes to tell him, like, kill yourself because you're, mm-hmm. you're a werewolf, obviously at that point you're, we're, we're thinking... Oh, he might be imagining this because he's he's getting mm. better after his yeah, yeah, yeah. after what's happened to him. He may be struggling with the fact because mm. what they say he's been attacked by a lunatic. Yes, on the walls. A little bit politically um, incorrect, but yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, you're thinking: is he is he imagining this? Is is this a is it part of you know his recovery? Is he you know going bonkers? Yeah, because uh, he misses his friend or whatever. Um. I forgot what your original question was. Uh, just about the fact that it's not always scary, that it's just a, a yeah, drama so it's, rather it's, than a, a scary film. Well, that's it. It's not, is it? it? Even like, even the bit where he's in the um, uh, pornographic cinema. Yep. And the. <laughs> the um, what do you the see you next Wednesday? Yes. Which is the, the, the film that's in every Landers film. See you next Wednesday. Is it? Yeah, he has a poster um, or a film version of it. It's it's somewhere in every film that he's ever made. Oh, See you next Wednesday, cool. as mentioned. Like it's from that. a line from 2001. Um, there you go. Oh. Um, the, yeah, so when the, the victims are in there talking to him, see, that's quite, that's quite funny. So, like, you know, you've got the guy from the tube station who's fucking pissed off at him, <laughs> and <laughs> rightly so. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you've got like the couple who are like, "Hello, yes. <laughs> so, you killed us like, in the park." <laughs> yeah, and it, and it, they look grotesque. Yeah, and but and he's like, "Oh God, what is going on?" And then there's that porn film on the. It's like the, it's the most high stress scenario yeah. of anything. Like, oh. but it's still funny as well. Yeah. but also. Awful, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's such a, a fun angle of hearing <laughs> the people he's killed, like their reactions to it, yeah. Um, 
and <laughs> just like the fact that that couple are still jolly yeah <laughs> they've been hello blissfully in love and quite happy yeah <laughs> yeah hi at least we're together yeah but, um, but but that's it I mean I do think that the tube station yes uh, killing is my yes. absolute favorite uh, yeah it's there's there's not I mean I love the London underground but there is not a time late at night when I'm on the tube and I realize oh there's only me that I yeah. don't think of that yeah and I <laughs> And I kind of love the uh, <laughs> the little bit of woo I get from it. It's just so good, like, and, and the fact that the the guy that he kills is just like, uh, "Who's there?" And and <laughs> I'll uh, you know I'm gonna I'm going to report you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just and, and then when he sees him and he falls on the escalator, yeah. And you you kind of like, oh come on, mate, get up, come on. Yeah, yeah you're willing to, aren't it. you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're sort of rooting for him, like, come on, mate. Yeah. But sadly not. But yeah, that, that scene is, I think it's one of my absolute favourite scenes in any horror film. Yeah. Because it's, it's just that thing of, like, somewhere so familiar and normal. Yeah. And then these scary things happening. Yeah, because it's not, it. it's not a particularly gory scene. It's just tense and frightening, isn't it's it? It's just tense and frightening, yeah, yeah. 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 And then you see Free it from the together. wolf's point of view yeah. as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah. chasing them. Yeah, it's great. Do you Love think it. that's why they've got those signs now saying dogs must be carried on the escalator? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. that'll be <laughs> right. So um, we're speeding through again, uh, and we've kind of speeded up. I've had to rewind because we've missed a load out. Um, where we're going to go next? Then we've had these dream sequences. What's the next bit that? is a must-see from that point. I think, from that point, I think the day after, when he gets home and he's all with Alex, like, oh, I love you, you're marvellous. And he's, you know, he's obviously got this sort of, he's, he's, he feels amazing because he's mm. a werewolf and he's, you know, mm. killed these people. Yeah, yeah, it feels yeah. great. But I, I think I love the bit <laughs> when he gets in the cab with Alex and the taxi driver's like, it puts you back in the days of Jack the Ripper. And it's like, oh, great, here's a cab driver coming to bring everyone back down to earth. Yeah. And then he starts telling him about what's in the news and what's happened. Yeah. And then when he realises, uh, and he just he, he runs out into Trafalgar Square, isn't it? And he's mm-hmm. saying to people, like, um, he goes up to that policeman, he's like, it was me. Yeah. You mm-hmm. need to arrest me. Yeah. And, he's, and he's going absolutely, like, it, He's losing his mind. Yeah. And he's just like, it was me that did that. You need to arrest me, please. And the copper's like, what's up with you, mate? Classic <laughs> copper. Yeah. Good you can't even probably. hand yourself yeah. in anymore. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a mass so, murderer. <laughs> yeah. So th- I think that scene, just to show the, you know, how, how shocked he is yeah. when he realises what he's actually done. Yeah, it actually shows that he I, is. I think that, Got hang to. on, isn't that scene before? That scene's before the cinema, I think, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. 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 So yeah. I think that, that scene, we need to, yeah, yeah, we need to have that scene in. Yeah. I mean, that, that shows that David is actually a good guy and that he doesn't want to be yeah. this at all. He's, he's, he's imagined this Jack as a, a cadaver in his, his room and thinks it's um, part of his imagination, but this actually brings home that actually that is real. That is what's happening yeah. and he doesn't want to do it, yeah. 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 Okay. Speeding on again. Where are we going to go to next? 
I think we're going to go to, we should go to when um, the doctor uh, who who starts to realise that, hang on a minute, I think he's a werewolf. Yes. Uh, yeah. Conversations <laughs> that he's had with uh, Alex. And then, then he goes up to Yorkshire he goes to, to try and speak to the people. Yeah. And he doesn't get very far, does he? Not at all. It's, it's raining very heavily. Uh, Typical Yorkshire weather, really. To, yeah, he, uh, he goes to talk to someone in... Is it? It's not Rick Mayall, is it, in the graveyard? I can't remember. But um, Brian Glover says, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. And won't yeah. let him... And stops it, yeah. Yeah, stops it. Mm. Um, so then he heads back to London, uh, knowing that there's something wrong. Uh, and hoping that that Alex can uh, help to fix it, yeah, because he, he goes absolutely mad in uh, is it Piccadilly Circus? Isn't yes, it? yes, it is Piccadilly Circus. That's um, right. And I, I do think one of the, the I know it's not funny, but it, it is funny because it's oh. when the head bounces off the uh, <laughs> the thing. That's funny. It's this, gross, but it's funny. Decapitation's always funny in every film. It's funny. I don't know why it's funny. It's, it's horrible, the head but it's funny. It's, it's <laughs> the, red, the red splat it leaves on the bonnet as it bounces <laughs> off. <laughs> so he, he goes, I think I think the bit, you need the bit where the doctor goes to talk, yeah. uh, talk to, but is it East Proctor, the place, isn't it? I think so, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, he goes to talk to, to the, the people or try to get some information. Yeah. And then uh, it's too late. Mm. Everything's too late. It's all mm. too late. Yeah. So, yeah, we're speeding on. So, which will take us, I'm guessing, to that cinema. And then the, the wolf attack in the, the streets of Piccadilly. Is that where <laughs> we're going to have to go next and see this massive wolf attack coming out of the cinema and ripping shreds yes. of people off? So he, he he transforms into the wolf while he's in the cinema, uh, and then he he runs riot in Piccadilly. Word yeah. has got out though, because the police are looking for for David at this point. Yeah. Uh, and Nurse Alex arrives yeah. and talks to. She gets cornered by. He gets cornered by the armed police, but Alex yeah. goes to talk to him, and she's like, David. It's me. And you can see the wolf's eyes. He, he recognises her. You see yeah. the flash of, of the man in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. But then Ooh. he goes to attack her. Yeah. And then sadly, he bang, gets bang, bang. The, the old silver bullet, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> does. And then turns back into out. David. He turns back into David, yeah. Said, it's very sad. It is. Very, very sad. sad ending, yes. Because that's that's then that's then it. That's the sad ending that's gone, it. and it's finished. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, is it a scary movie? Does it scare you? Did yeah, it ever scare I, you? I think it still. Yeah, I think it 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 did scare me the first time I watched it, and I. But, but you see, I, I now because I know everything that's going to happen. Yeah, I still enjoy knowing it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, but I do think it's scary, and I do think. So, for example, my niece, who is 15, I don't yep. think she's seen it. If I showed my niece that, being a you know a teenager of <laughs> of the time we're in, yeah, I think she'd probably be scared. I think she'd yeah. probably uh, uh, think 
know, this is old and it's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. But then I think, I think she'd probably be frightened by it. Yeah, I can, I can well believe that. My, my kids won't yeah. go anywhere near it. I've really? suggested watching it a few times. Like, no, that's not for us. So, oh. you know. <laughs> they don't know what they're missing. They don't. I know. I've told Miss loads of times. It's like, no, come watch it. It'd be great. No. No, we're not watching that. <laughs> I think it would be fun watching it with somebody who hasn't seen it because the jump shots yes. must still be... Yeah. Looking, yeah. You, know, you must still get people jumping when they when oh. they happen. Yeah, they've, they've got yeah. to work, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's the scariest bit? Hmm. I'm going to say... There's a couple of bits, but I, yeah. I will say... It's either the dream bit with the Nazi zombie weird things yeah. <laughs> because it's so unexpected and it's oh, like yeah. what the hell just happened or do you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna say because of how it has how how often i think of it it's got to be the tube station yeah yeah it's got to be. because that yeah. that is in so many people see tottenham court road tube and think <laughs> of that so many people think of that scene when they're on their own in a tube station. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought so. It's got, it's got to be that. I'd, yeah. I'd definitely go for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I lived in the northeast with the sun. We, we, we've got a tube station in the northeast, the Metro. And I must admit, even oh, on yeah. the Metro, I would think, oh, it could be a werewolf here. It's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's the same feeling, I guess, that he's got there, but I'm in the northeast there and it's very different. Exactly, but still, yeah. It's an empty tube station late at night. So yeah. I live in London now. My tube station's Mile End in East London. And honestly, I think a werewolf least scary thing. This is so boring that I, I know this. Mile End is the only tube station that's done uh, designed like an Amer- like a New York tube uh, underground station. Oh, all right. So it's got the you know, it's sort of sections like that. You go down. It's, yeah. it's not um yeah google it it's very boring that <laughs> it, is, it is designed like a new york tube station all right wow fun fact yeah fair enough i'm so right. interested at parties me <laughs> <laughs> hey there's me with the rick mail story soon <laughs> um let's do our awards section then it's the mff awards Who's your standout performance in this? Well, it's got to be it's got to be David, hasn't it? What thought the, so, yeah. the actor. Yeah, it's got to be him. He he is the story. Yeah, he's the wolf. He's the man. Yeah, it's got to be him. Gary, I think yeah, I, I think David and Jack, the two American guys, are brilliant. Yeah. I kind of preferred Jack a little bit somehow. Yeah, a little bit. He's got the um, funny lines. Yeah, but. Uh, I'm going to cheat and say the werewolf, the kind of a special effect of the werewolf. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. It was, okay. It remarkable. Yeah. Incredibly remarkable. Rick Baker's werewolf. You see, that's what I was going to go with as well. You've, you've beat me to that one. I was going to go with uh, whoever whoever was in the suit, because I'm, I'm sure that David Norton wasn't wearing that suit walking around, but because I think yeah. actually there's, there's three different werewolves in it, because there's an animatronic front half. There's a, a full suited version, and then there's another version where it's just the back half. So, um, but yeah, I'd go with the, the creature effects on the werewolf myself. Um, favorite scene? Oh, obviously, choose one of the ones you've chosen before, but favorite scene, the one you have to watch. I'm gonna go for the tube station again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I don't think the tube is used enough 
as as a horror device actually no i think why is it why they're not well horror movies about the tube you could do a great slasher movie in the tube couldn't you the the tube way killer you know, or something there was it was one, brilliant it was one that they did make one but i think it was american it was midnight meat train and vinnie right. jones is in it <laughs> It's not very good. It sounds bad already. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not very good. So your list of films. I think you could make a you could make a very name. British, very British slasher movie, couldn't you? Could about yeah. the tube. There you go. There's a yeah. story idea. Let's get that one pitched. There we go. We'll make that one. Gary, your favourite scene? <laughs> uh, I think the favourite scene. I might prefer the first one. So I really like Jack and. Jack and David before Jack gets killed. Yeah. So the bit where they're on the moor, when we first meet them on the moors and they're kind of wandering around. Yeah. Brilliant. And there's, you know, kind of the slaughtered lamb all the way up to poor old Jack getting um, bumped slaughtered. off by the slaughtered. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to go for the werewolf um, transformation oh. scene, to be honest. <laughs> like, there's too many, isn't there? You know, only yeah. good scene. It loads of good scenes. Awesome. Yeah. There's loads of stuff in it. Favorite line or one liner? Well, do you know, I <laughs> and I still say this <laughs> completely out of context, and it's not even a famous line or anything like that. Kill yourself, David. <laughs> just when Jack says that, kill yourself, David. Like when he just says that, I love it. I think it's so funny the it way he just brilliant. says it. And and it's it's funny because he's been so pleasant up until then, and he's like, kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you need to do this. Yeah. But I, I still say it to people now, like. <laughs> so I'm going to say that. Do people get the reference or not? Oh no, no. Like my mum does. Right. So my mum says it as well, right. so she'll get it. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. people just go, "Why most you call me David?" Don't. Yeah, most people think, "What's wrong with you, you nasty little woman?" <laughs> Gary, uh, I think there's loads of like little bantery bits between Jack yeah. and um, and David that I love. There's those little gags. I watched it recently because of the podcast and yep. one guy, which I totally forgot about, which is Jenny Agatha. Cause Jenny Agatha is kind of very sort of serious and poor faced. And there's a bit yeah. where she's, she's walking down the corridor, just talking to a hospital porter. And she's saying, oh, I'm very worried about David. He's in room six. I was just wondering, have you, do you think he could be depressed or do you think he could be sort of uh, disturbed psychologically? And the hospital porter just goes, I don't know. I'm a hospital porter. Funny line. I just push things around. I don't know. Just, <laughs> I laughed. You know, I laughed when I heard him say, it. I was like, "Okay, yeah." But there's loads of little gags in. There. Oh, there is. Yeah, my my one. It's the um, it's after he's killed him in, in the park, and there's some guy looks out the window. I think the vandals are back in the park, darling. All <laughs> <laughs> these screams and things. It's a good one. That one. Um, best cameo. I think we'll have the same one here, but best cameo. Well, I'd say Rick Mail, but also Frank Oz is in it, isn't it? Yes, is, yeah. As, yeah. as the doctor is the, the psychiatrist, isn't there? Yes, yeah. So that's a good one. Yeah. But I think I'm going to have to go for Rip Mail. Yeah. Gary, are you agreeing on that? Uh, one? Yeah, I, I put down Frank Oz. Yeah. Um, Frank Oz is there. And then he also is there as Miss Piggy as well. Is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Rick because it's just great to see him just randomly <laughs> popping up in this, this yeah. film. Because <laughs> why would he be there? I don't know, but it's great. Um, what's the one thing you think dates the film the most of the nurses taking their patients home? <laughs> um, so that's difficult, that. I mean, I don't really think that the I've probably the fact that there's a, a pornographic cinema, yeah, yes, yeah, that's probably the only thing I'd say. I mean, bits of London look pretty similar, mm. uh, 
the tube station looks pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the fact that people are going to a cinema to watch a porn film, that, that is probably, I mean, I'm sure there are still some places in Soho, but now, I mean, doesn't really happen, does it? Yeah, not as open as that one, I suppose, but... Yeah, if you're a dirty old man, you can just look <laughs> at your phone now. That's true. Times have changed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't need porn cinemas anymore. <laughs> Gary, have you got a most dating? It stands up. I think it stands up really well. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I watch it recently. I haven't seen it for years and years, and it just looks a bit like, yeah, but like modern. Maybe London just looks like the eighties still. I think that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it looks really good. There's a couple of little things on the tube. There's the guy has a chocolate vending machine. The guy, your your, your favorite scene, the guy gets some chocolate yes. vending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where have they gone? You just don't see chocolate vending no, machines. No, you don't know. And there's also a bit yeah, where before David transforms, where he's watching a portable TV set, which yeah. is there's like a BBC test card. You know, the girl yeah. with the thing that's on there. Yeah, wow. yeah. Don't BBC's see. on all the time now, so you don't get that anymore, do you? Yeah, yeah. I think it sounds really well, hasn't it? Yeah, at all. Yeah, I would agree. I think you're probably right. It's it's some parts elements of London where you see, you just think that's just looks a bit old now, but. Mm. Other than that, it does. It stands up pretty well. Okay, so the this special award that I only put on for horror films, best kill. I think no way you're going, but best kill. Oh, it's difficult again. I'd say, I'd say tube, but there's just so many good ones yeah, in it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe we're gonna have to just go for the first one. Actually, right, with Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so on the move. If you're, I mean, if if you're watching that the very first time. You don't expect that to happen straight no, away. That's, no, that's no, no. you know, you, you've just warmed to this character. Yeah, just kill off the main character. Oh. Yeah. And then you're thinking, oh no, they've, they've gone onto the moors. Do they not bloody listen, these lads? <laughs> and the, you know, that they've gone, oh no, we don't want to be on it. And then you want them to get away. And then it's such a shock mm. when when he yeah. gets killed horrifically, ripped to shreds. Yeah. I think we're gonna have to go for that one. Okay. Gary? Totally agree. I'm gonna first totally scene. Agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and also the shock because I think David falls over and then it's a really, really tense, scary scene. And then there's a moment of laughter because David laughs because he falls over. Yeah. And then poof, the wolf gets Jack. Wolf and gets, yes. Yeah. Genuinely shocking. And you totally yeah. invest yeah. in Jack at this point. So you don't want him killed. Yeah. yeah. Horrible yeah. scene. See, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Werewolf Maniac after the, the cinema and the decapitation scene because I just, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. I don't know. <laughs> It's Probably a kill that makes me laugh. I don't know. You. Bit oh, sick. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask actually next how it stands up because obviously it, this is a, a 41 year old film, so it's getting on wow. a bit. Um, wow. Yeah. It's just had a, a, a special 4K re release, so it's all been nicely cleaned wow. up, um, which is now, now available on Arrow Video, I think it is. Um, lots of special features and things in it, but it's it's still looking very good. The the nice cleanup they've done on it makes it look awesome. So if you can get your hands on is that, is it the same it's cut or is it a different cut? Is it the director's it's, cut or? I think it's the director's cut. I can't remember now, oh, but wow. it it's looking really nice. Um, they've cleaned it up all. Rick's um, transformation scene looks just as good in 4K as it did back in the days of VHS. So it all looks oh. really nice. Um, how do you think it holds? I mean, we've said it kind of holds up quite well in that last bit. Do you think there's anything in it at all other than just the way London looks? Or is it? do you think it's all right? It still works? Still scary? I think it still works. It's still scary. It's a whole, like, world of its own. It's a whole atmosphere of its own. It's 
it's a, a thing of its own. It creates yeah. its own sort of vibe, its own feeling. Um, it, I, I think it does. There's, there's nothing in it that I think. Also, there's nothing in it that that is like a an attitude that you're like, oh, can't say that anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's nothing. There's nothing controversial in it, really. Yeah, that's or true. That's true. Yeah, it it just not. is. Yeah, there's there's not anything where people might go, you know. It wouldn't ever need that that warning at the beginning of things, which which I don't mm. think is necessary anyway, because mm. people aren't stupid. You know, that says like outdated attitudes are in this things that may offend. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, because you know we're all we're all thick, aren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I there's nothing in really in that that I think. Yeah. Is, you know, even even Alex is as a female character. She's a character. She's a yeah yeah. You know. She's mm-hmm. an independent woman with her own flat. Yeah, and true. A job. True. Who takes random patients home every now and again? Random men. Yeah. <laughs> She's very sexually yeah, liberated. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that that makes it more of a today than before. Um, is there anything we've missed? Is there anything we've we've not talked about that you think we really need to bring in? And think of anything? No. Apart from that annoying child that's in it, he says no. Yeah, uh, you know, yes. and she's talking. No, that that is so annoying. That gets yeah. so irritating. Yeah. Um, I wonder what he's doing now. Uh, other than that, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of anything that uh, we've not covered. Really. Can you think of any sort of funny bits, Gary, that we've missed out, or any bits that you think, oh, that's that's good? I mean, I'm thinking of that when he wakes up in the wolf pen and he picks the bit of bone out of his tooth and he's going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> using I <one>. think. <laughs> I think there's a couple of like little bloopery bits. There's like there's, we haven't mentioned. There's a there's a bit where he transforms two days in a row, and on both days he says there's a full moon. So his first transformation, he was on oh, there's a full moon. But in fact, we see the full moon next to Jenny Agatha in the ward with that yeah. annoying kid. Yeah, you know, I agree. I wish he'd be eaten by a wolf. <laughs> oh no! But then the next day as well, somebody says, "Oh, there's a full moon tonight," and you just can't have a full moon two nights in a row. So yeah. I don't know why they, you know. And then the other bit is when the police at the end, when the when the, the werewolves sort of rampage around Piccadilly Circus, for some reason the police are holding back this crowd of onlookers. Like you just wouldn't, even in London, you wouldn't be so stupid as to oh, it's a massive. Wolf. <laughs> Let's have a look. A wolf You'd be fleeing world. away, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Managed to hold it. back this crowd of like a hundred people, and yet this little tiny nurse managed to run through them all. Like, yeah, that's a bit odd, but we'll forgive them yeah. that. I think. We'll yeah, just John this Lance once. That. This this one. Um, right, this is the tough one now, and I know how tough it is because I've done it myself now. Can you sell the film in thirty seconds or thereabouts? No, oh, bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't even can't even write my own um, synopsis for my own shows, mate. I'm terrible. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. It's it's a. Uh, uh, Okay. I think I hadn't prepared her for this. (laughs) (laughs) I know, this is terrible. You should get one of those countdown clocks, the timer. (laughs) (laughs) The the reason you should watch this is Mm -hmm. it's good to see a a horror film set in England in, you know, from the north of the uh, country to the the capital city. You get to see uh, a little bit of, you know, attitudes about how what people think about different parts of England like in the north we're a bit they're a bit insular and a bit daft 
and in the south everything's mm. a bit bigger and a bit better uh you get to it's a love story that mm. goes wrong and who doesn't love a love story that goes wrong nobody wants a happy ending with a love story <laughs> i certainly don't uh so that what i would say is if you are not a romantic this is the uh, perfect love story for you Brilliant. That sounds, that sounds like <laughs> a great way of selling a romance. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there we are. I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah. No. So I have to ask one, one of the questions. Did you ever see the sequel? I, do you know, right. So An American Werewolf in Paris. Sorry. An American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah. I When this came out, I was a teenager. So I loved the film. Yeah. And I... Uh, was like oh brilliant this is coming out now the day before it came out I update came out I stood outside Manchester Apollo for 12 hours to get Oasis tickets wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, as a teenager <laughs> camped out overnight to get them and then I went to see it that that evening and I was so tired that I was slightly hallucinating I was hearing <laughs> and, I, and I got in and the film started and I fell asleep and the next thing I remember was being woken up oh. so I, I haven't seen it I intended to but I haven't it, is it, it is... worth it no <laughs> you know you said you, you hate CGI all the uh, werewolves are CGI in this yeah so not for me it, I'll leave it yeah, and it was before they could really do CGI well, so the hair doesn't quite look right. But yeah, yeah, I'd I'd leave yeah. it. It's it is free on Amazon yeah. Prime at the minute, so you know. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe, Today might, but... might be a good time to do it while it's free, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see it, Gary? Ever or not? I didn't. I was going to watch it just for this, really, just for the benefit of this. <laughs> but then, and the reviews are so bad. Yeah. I think it made a lot of money, but the reviews are so bad. It made um, money just because the first one was so yeah, good, I think, and so well liked. Yeah, it, yeah. it basically it goes around. Um, David had a daughter with Alex that we don't know about, oh. um, and they moved to Paris. So it's about mm. her in Paris as the werewolf, and an American boy goes across and meets her in Paris. So. But apparently, Jack Jack Dune and, and David Norton kept saying to John Landis. You do know that when, you know, at the end of the film, they shot him with real bullets. They didn't use silver bullets. The, the guy could still be alive. We should do a yeah. remake. We should, make a, yeah. we should do a sequel with, you know, obviously they, <laughs> I guess they realised they were never going to get cast anything again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that, that would have been a really good movie, a, pro- a proper John Landers sequel. Because he did, write, he did yeah. write a script, but then they turned the script down. But, um, right. Um, but, yeah, I think that would have been a good sequel. But. Yeah. Because, obviously, they, they did change werewolf law there that, they haven't got silver bullets, so they just shot them with normal bullets. So that's not werewolf law. I know. No, I do, no, 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 most of no universal that, law. That's universal movies. Most yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. The, the silver bullets one in the first film. Well, not the first. Yeah, the first film, the nineteen thirties film, he gets shot with bullets. Mm. And then even the first, I think the first Lon Chaney one, he gets killed with a silver cane. Gets bumped on the head with a silver cane. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Right. Yeah, I do as well. I could talk about them all day. We should do more horror movies. Do more horror movies. I love horror movies. Yeah. Maybe we should do a series where we just do horror movies. Let's do a series on a horror. Let's get Rachel back. Make yeah. her watch another horror movie. <laughs> I'd love it. And it's the only films I can talk about, really. Oh, there you go. Then yeah. we'll we'll get you back if we do a series on horror movies. We'll just talk about horror. Then, then you've had to watch two movies. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we'll I'll be suggest my one. horizons. <laughs> we'll suggest one, but not say it's really, really good because we want to put you off and say it's something you really like or anything like that. Yeah, just say, just tell me to watch it. Right. Okay. <laughs> Um, 
where can people find you out there in the big world of social media then Rachel well I'm on all the social media uh I'm on uh Twitter Instagram just my name Rachel Fairburn uh I've got a podcast about serial killers called All Killer No Filler which is available on all platforms brilliant podcast uh and that's it really brilliant cool I think that's it then so thank you very much for coming along today it's been a brilliant chat yeah yeah, enjoy Brilliant. Yourself. Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Rich. Bye. Stay on the road. Keep clear of the moors. Thank you. Beware the moon, lads. Thanks again for coming along, Rachel. It was brilliant talking about that film. I really enjoyed that. You lucky people, we've decided to do an extra four episodes for Series 2. So next week, it's Ariane Shireen with 13 going on 30. Here's her trail. Okay, so it's a sweet, warm and witty, witty rom-com. Not a witty rom-com. <laughs> it's a sweet, warm and witty rom-com. And I think you'll love it if you want to watch something big-hearted and emotional. But it will make you cry. Um, and it is a real roller coaster of a chick flick. Lots of funny bits. It's perfect for anybody who grew up in the 80s and 90s. You know, it's an ideal film to see on a date. Because I think a lot of men really do like chick flicks, like deep down. Like, they don't want to admit it. But they do secretly like them. That's it then. So from us, bye-bye for now. Bye. Finally, thanks to Acast for hosting the website and to Max Smith for the theme tune composition. To get in touch with the podcast, remember that website is www.myfavoritefilm.com. 